Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, be a better, or sorry, quit your nine to five job. (laughs) Or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor or be a better business owner. Then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please visit our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to implement what we're talking about today? And how can you take advantage of the information you hear today? By scheduling your free coaching call. Sweet. So, uh, we're going to be talking about Ford. Like, you know, the motor company. Ford. (laughs) We're both thinking the same thing. (laughs) Like the motor company? Henry Henry Ford? Ford? No. Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford. That's a good guy right there. Uh, Pretty good guy. I think he's kind of angry these days. Uh, Maybe. I'm not sure. I mean, he he got older, you know. He's had a very successful life, I guess. Yeah, so now he's like all grouchy and like, get off my lawn, you darn dirty kids and oh well he became his dad i was thinking indiana jones indiana jones sean connery Connery. (laughs) i'm like his uh, dad (laughs) i don't really know who his dad is no so which movie you're talking about right we're not talking about that ford we're talking about the talking script right how do we talk to people why is it important that we talk to people anyways in general well because we're salespeople and we can't be of service to people if we're not talking to them right more so if we're not listening to them that's actually more accurate you're right because i mean even though this is a ford script a a script to help you talk to people it really really truly is more of a script to help you listen to people right right i mean we are salespeople. we love to talk and part of our job is to meet new people the problem is when I meet somebody, sometimes I go to talk to them, and then we have this really awkward silence. Right, right. I mean, it could be an awkward silence, or even worse, it could be just you taking over the conversation and talking endlessly about yourself. Man, have you ever have you ever been in that situation where somebody's talking about themselves the whole time? Yeah, I have been guilty of that situation, too. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> it, same. But, you know, one of the last experiences that I had I thought was... Uh, Pretty much the other way around, and it was somebody that I met at Balboa Park, and man, I just let this guy go on, and he told me all about the businesses that he was involved in, and how he knows the owner of the Chargers, and he has had lunch with Philip Rivers, and then I don't know how this all happened, but like... He went on and on and on, was telling me all about like American history and how uh, Lincoln was a uh, was not against slavery. It just you know um, just happened that he ended up against it. I guess just politically or whatever. I, like it was it had to do with his wife or or his vice president's wife that was like, if you don't vote against slavery, then I'm gonna divorce you. Like I, I'm telling you, like here I am going on and on and on about it because that's basically what this 
person did. And I'm like, damn. You were intently listening, though. But I was intently listening. It was interesting. Intentionally listening. Yeah. yeah. And I bet you when that conversation ended, that guy thought you were amazing. Yeah, I think he liked me. He <laughs> gave he me his me. number and, you know, said, hey, call me about this insurance stuff that I need. And, of course, you followed up. Of course I followed up. Right? And that's, that's going to be a new thing, right? A new that's piece right. of business. So, I mean, <clears throat> point of this story is when you're talking to other people, you don't want to be the conversation topic. You want them to be the conversation topic. Right. Right? And so, how do you get them to talk about themselves? Right? So we, we as salespeople have that tendency to talk about ourselves, tell you how good we are, how many trophies we want, how much we are, are top dogs in our industry, <clears throat> what we do for people, all about us. But honestly, most people aren't trained to be very good listeners. Matter of fact, most of us have the tendency of a, ooh, squirrel. Oh, there it goes. Right? I mean, that's it. That's the attention span that most of us have. No, you're absolutely right. We start listening for, I don't know, a little while. But it really, it's so easy, especially now that we have, you know, the internet in our pockets, that, like, I don't, I can't tell you how many times that I'm talking to somebody, and I can tell, whether it's on the phone, usually it's on the phone, and I can tell that they're distracted because they have their computer in front of them, or they have their phone in their hand, or whatever it is, and I'm explaining something, and they're just, like, lost. Lost. They're listening, they're you're somewhere looking else. at Facebook, or whatever, you know? And Right. And, and that's just, it just means that the conversation wasn't about them anymore. It was right. about something else, and because it was about something else, you lost them, right? You're right. Extroverted You're right. salespeople, they don't realize how boring they are because they think what they're saying is exciting because it's about them. True. Right? But when somebody else is listening to your story, for the most part, especially if you're getting to know these people, your story is not very interesting. Their story is interesting. Now, their story is interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So, introverted people or introverted prospects hate that idle chit chat that quiet moment but you don't want to fill those quiet moments with just your own story jibber jabber jibber jabber so the forge script is going to be an easy way for you to remember how to effectively connect with these types of people so the key to connecting with these people whether you're on the phone or pretty much in any situation is to make sure that the interaction that you have with these people is meaningful memorable and impressionable Without saying too many words. How do you have a conversation without saying too many words? You ask a lot of questions. Right. Right? So you're going to ask questions. Questions about them. And that's what the Ford script is going to help us template. All right. All right. So people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. I love that line, by the way. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care mm-hmm. so it's not that it's not that they don't want to hear what you know it's not that they don't want you to educate them it's just they don't really care about that unless they know that you care about them right, right. otherwise you're being sold nobody likes to be sold 
Nobody wants to mm-hmm. be told this is the best deal. You should take this deal because it's gonna. You know, I know I sold this deal to a lot of people, and I know you're gonna benefit. Do this, blah blah blah. And I know that this is the best thing for you. And I think that if you continue to do this, then you're gonna be okay. And I know, and I think, and I, and I, and I, and I. But the other side doesn't even care about that. They're not even listening to the opportunity that you're presenting because you've never shown that you care about them intently. Right. Right. Once you care about, once they understand that you care about them, then they take into consideration what it is that you're going to offer because they know that you're trying to do it from a place of, you know, of always coming from a place of service, from a place of service. Exactly. So the most dangerous word that you can use when trying to gain someone's trust is I, I or me or me. Anytime that we're talking about ourselves is a lost cause for that other person. I guess the only exception that I would say to that is when they're asking for our advice, for our professional advice in our field. That's the only time. But even then, they're asking you for advice and they're coming to you with a question you're answering the question so when mm-hmm. you when when we're going to be talking about this forge script here you're going to notice that it's a, it is many questions right that we can ask but at the same time it's designed so that when they do reciprocate a question or two we know how to answer them appropriately mm-hmm. directly to the point and then bring the conversation back right. to them right <clears throat> so this is really just active listening it's what it is yeah i mean you want to make you want to make this conversation really truly about them and the best way to do that is to actively listen to actually pay attention to the things that they're telling you to digest that information and don't just ask these questions just to keep them talking just to make them you know like you because you kept them talking about themselves it's not the point of this the point of this is to actually make genuine true connections with these people because that's how you really are going to be of service exactly and the nice thing about the ford script is it's easy for you to remember ford and we kept saying it a lot of times on purpose today so that you can remember ford and you can take it anywhere with you so what does ford stand for Family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. These are topics that you're going to be talking to people. So as you're as you're conversating with people, you can think, "What am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk about? What should I bring up?" You can re- you, you can go back in your mind and revert to, "I should use the Ford script." So let's talk about family, for example. What type of questions do we have when we talk to somebody that we know or somebody that we don't know about family? Well, if it's somebody that you know, then you kind of have an idea of what their family is. So you could say, hey, how's the wife? How are the kids? How's your brother? How's your sister? How's your mom? Etc. and so on. Unless you're trying to date the sister, then maybe how's the sister? It's too early. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Right? But other than that, those are those are your essential family questions, right? So, you know, how long you've been married might be a question that you're asking a client that you're mm-hmm. talking to or or how many kids do you have? Right. Right. I mean, these are types of questions that get the conversation started. Does your family live around here? Do you live with your family? Uh, How many brothers and sisters do you have? Do your kids go to school around here? Where do you guys come from? Are you guys originally from San Diego or wherever your hometown is? Right. There's a ton of questions that if you really sit down and think about, you can come up with as far as conversation starts. And notice that we're asking them about themselves. Right. 
right? Because you want to hear their story. <clears throat> now, here's the key to when you ask the question. So, where's your family from? Quiet. That was dead air for like five seconds. Right? That was dead air. But that's really what we're looking for, right? Listen to what they're going to say. Too often we're like, hey, where's your family from? My family's from San Diego or originally from LA, right? And you ask a question, but you jump into your own answer, mm-hmm. right? Or, or you, even worse, interrupt them in the middle of their answer <clears throat> to tell them to tell them what you feel or what, whatever your answer is. So too often, and this goes back to active listening, too often we are listening for a break when we can interject our opinion and our thoughts. Right. That is not active listening, and that's not what we want to be doing. Right. And, and what you're saying when you do that, by the way, what you're saying is what I have to say is more important than what you have to say. Right. Right. That's what you're subliminally saying if, if you're cutting them off and jumping into these conversations. <clears throat> so remember, active listening, you're, you're truly trying to get to know this type of individual. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now we're going to skip over the occupation because that's where the money's at, by the way. So we're going to skip over their occupation. We'll come back to occupation. We're going to talk about recreation. Right. These are fun things. What are you where are you planning to go on your next vacation? What clubs or sports or hobbies are you involved in? Right. When you're not working, these are things that are that are fun that you can talk about. Maybe some things you have in common. Right. Like maybe we both like to go hiking. He can tell you his mm-hmm. experience going hiking and maybe you're going to potato chip rock or wherever you're going to go. And maybe mm-hmm. you're going to coordinate something later on and you guys can get together and do something like this. Right. But it's it's questions that may lead to additional conversation. Right. And especially when you're talking about something <clears throat> that is recreational and competitive, you can continue to make the conversation all about them. Uh, for example, uh, oh, so I heard you're in a bowling league. Oh, yeah, yeah, I play in this bowling league over here, blah, 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 etc. Oh, yeah, what's your average these days? Oh, you know, I'm about 170, 180. Hey, that's really good. What have you been doing lately to get better? You know, I mean, yeah. you just continue to keep it going. How many people are in your league? Do you bowl with anybody that uh, you is in your family? Or do you bowl with uh, friends? Did you just kind of join out of nowhere? You know, how much does it cost? Uh, you know, you just... Continue it. Continue the conversation <clears throat> and get them talking about themselves and the things that they love and they enjoy. Right. All right. Recreation. Let's jump into dreams. Now, this is where you can start talking about their ambitions or their goals, like the, you know, what's on your bucket list. And if money weren't an object, <clears throat> where would you want to live? Or if you could have dinner with any famous person, who would it be and why, right? These are much more broad. These these types of questions can take the conversation to a bunch of different levels, right? Mm-hmm. But you can, by the same token, these are types of questions that you can use, especially like in real estate, right? If you can have any house in any area, what area of town would you like to live in? Right. Now you're, you're getting specific information about what it is they're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you're having oh. the conversation be about them. So It could be what they're looking for. It could be what they're dreaming of that could be two it could be things, both, right? But if you know what they're dreaming of, and you're able to find some aspect of that in the area or in the price range that they're looking right, for, right? I mean, that's an added bonus because you took the opportunity to care about what it is I was looking Absolutely for. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. I mean, so somebody who's <laughs> like, oh yeah, I wish I could live in Point Loma, you know, and get that that uh, oceanfront view or whatever it is, and they wind up, I don't know, in in the hills in maybe. 
<laughs> in National know. City in with National a view City of the ocean. With a view of the ocean, right? Looking out this window. All right. I mean, it could be that that they're looking for, right? They were looking for some dramatic, nice looking view. Mm-hmm. And you might not have been able to find it in their price range in the area that they were looking for. But you know what? You listened to me. You heard what it is that I wanted and my dreams and aspirations of what I wanted in a particular mm-hmm, property. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You cared enough to help me locate that. Even though it might not have been in the city that I was hoping to be in, right? based on my price range, I still got a lot of the things that I was looking for. Exactly. Right? So, I mean, you really care about that. <clears throat> and and so, so every piece of data and every detail that we're gleaning from this conversation is putting together a profile for this prospect, for this potential person that we could be of service for. And again, we continue to come to these conversations. We continue to approach these clients from a place of service because it's not just about making a buck for us. Do we want to make a buck? Of course we do. We want to, We don't want to work for free and we don't want to be doing the things that we do without getting paid for it. But by coming to it from a place of service, we're putting our customers ahead of ourselves and making sure that we're meeting their needs before even thinking about ours. Right. And remember that, that your job as a salesperson is to be a lead generator, right? You have to go out and generate leads. Part of the lead generation process is being able to talk to a specific client. So if you're not generating leads, if you're not comfortable with being in front of people, of course you're going to struggle with lead generation. If you're not comfortable, you know, saying hi to a complete stranger and striking up a conversation and even better, holding a conversation, how do you expect to continue to generate leads? Remember that if you generate, you do not have to tolerate right? Especially in in any type of sales job. If you have a number of leads coming in, if you have a pipeline full of leads, then you don't have to tolerate a bunch of other things. You don't have to tolerate ups and downs in the market. You don't have to tolerate, you know, the next shiny object type thing. You can do a lot more in your sales job if you can generate more leads. And that's going to require you to get out of your own way, to step out of your shell and to have conversations with people. Remember the dollar productive activities are part of you going out and talking to people and building these relationships. Some of these uh, relationships that you build are not going to be closed deals right away, right? They're going to be deals that might go down the road, right? This person you're talking to might not be selling their property at this particular time or might not need insurance at this particular time, but you're building a relationship. And when you do follow up with them later, maybe you meet them for the hike on potato chip rock, or maybe you invite them to your bowling league or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Now you have a relationship where, by the way, who do you know that I should be helping sell their home or buy insurance or whatever it is but you're building a pipe of leads and you know that's the thing about a lot of the industries uh, that are sales focused is that so many of these occupations so many of these industries are relationship based industries and when you're building those relationships when you're genuinely asking these questions and genuinely caring about the answers uh, you know, you do start to get invited to those types of things, the hikes, the bowling leagues, the golf uh, tournaments, the 
luncheons, the networking events, everything that you do, and you get a chance to talk to these people and generate those referrals, and the best way to grow your business every single time is the referrals. So if you are getting out of your own way and you're out there talking to people using the Ford script, right? One of the the one we skipped over was the occupation section. Now I was the I o- ask you about that. Yeah, the occupation is the money part, right? If you're if, if, how do you get what it is that you do into the conversation without being uh, I don't know pushy or right without mm-hmm. losing the in, the interest of the person that you're talking to. Super easy. Right? And that's the occupation questions. Things like hey, what do you you know, what do you do for a living or you know, what's the best part of the, your new job or how are things going at work, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as you ask questions like that, here's the funny thing is you're going to notice that people tend to reciprocate those kinds of questions back to you. Right. It's like when you're walking down the hall and you say, hey, how's it going? The person coming the other way across the hall is going to say the same thing to you. What's up? How's it going? What's up? How's it going? They're going to reciprocate reciprocate the question. They're not necessarily asking you the question mm-hmm. and you weren't necessarily asking them the question in that case right but but human nature is to reciprocate that so if even when i asked you hey how long you've been married they're gonna tell me that situation uh and the family question they're gonna ask me that, and they're probably gonna ask me the same question what yeah. about you how long have you been married i'm married about 12 years how many kids do you have right you can turn around and bring the question back to them mm-hmm. but when it gets to the occupation question you ask them hey you know what do you do for a living they're going to tell you and then they're going to ask you what do you do for your for a living this is your opportunity to take advantage and let them know what it is you do right you know what i'm so glad you asked i help people sell homes for a living by the way who do you know i should be helping sell their home Mm-hmm. Right. And that's about it. And then they're going to it's it's interjected into the conversation. You're asking them a question again about them and who they know. And that opens up the door for a possible referral just at the point of conversation where you're talking to people. Right. You know, and not not to mention every single person that you talk to. Remember, you're wanting to get their contact info. And it's kind of difficult to get somebody's contact information if they don't like you. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, try going to a bar and asking for a girl's number. If she don't <laughs> like you, it's not going to happen. Nope. But if you learn to talk to people, if you can use even the Ford script, if you're in the dating world, by the way, right? But if you can use a Ford script to get people to like you, to be interested in what it is that you're doing, because they've been talking about themselves most of the time, mm-hmm. now you got somebody whose contact information is in hand and they go into your drip system, right? And here's the thing, though. If they're in your drip system, this is not a place where we're just sending them emails constantly. This is a place where we store their information. We can set them into an A, B, C, or even a D lead category. And now when you're following up with your leads, let me ask you this. How difficult is it to pick up the phone and contact somebody who you don't talk to very often? How difficult is it to pick up the phone and talk to somebody that you don't talk to very often? You know, I mean, I guess it depends on the friendship. I, I don't personally find it that difficult. Well, you're because you're in sales, but for most people, that's they would consider that a cold call. You know what? You're you're right. Actually, let's let me let me rephrase that because recently I did get contacted by somebody that I went to elementary school with, and I actually found out that we have uh, some things in common in our life, even. You know, now what? Twenty five years later, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some some things in common, like just in our in our lifestyles, I guess you would say, and uh, it's still difficult to just pick up the phone and say, "Hey, what's going on?" Like, let's 
chat. Let's talk. Let's like meet up and go to the bar. But if you have built a relationship with these people, uh huh, right, and you have something to talk about because they like you, right, is picking up the phone going to be that much easier for you? For sure. And that's kind of the point here, right? These, this Ford script, this relationship that you're building with these people is something that's going to be long term. It's much easier for you to pick up the phone and talk to a friend and catch up with them than it is to pick up the phone and talk to a lead that you don't really care about mm-hmm. and you know that they don't really care about you. Right. So providing that value up front, providing them that conversation to talk about themselves, giving them the opportunity to get to know you by getting by you getting to know them essentially mm-hmm. is going to build that relationship. They're going to want to talk to you again because they enjoyed the process of talking to you the first time. Right. And it's going to be much easier for you to call them on a regular basis and maybe get them to the buying window eventually. And if not, at least be in the process of getting those referrals. Because that's really what sales is all about, right? If you're talking to five people a day, mm-hmm. your process for closing is going to be much better than if you're talking to zero people per day. Right, right. And that's, again, we start talking about using the marble technique and, you know, putting the marbles in one, in one side of your pocket. And every time you... Uh, speak to somebody about whatever your industry is, be it real estate or insurance or taxes or whatever it is. You take that marble out of your left pocket, you put it in your right pocket, and that's your goal for the day. That's it, right? But the the fear doesn't come from moving the marbles. Most of the time, the fear comes from you not knowing what to say. Right. And so now you can look back and say, you know what? I have Ford, mm-hmm. family, occupation, recreation, dreams. Right. And depending on how well you know this person, that's going to depend on how intimate you can use these questions. Right. So if I don't know this person at all, then I can use kind of vaguer, more vague questions. Right. Vaguer is not a word. More vague Vaguer. questions. Questions like, you know, hey, how long have you been married? But if you know this person a lot more intimately, maybe you see these people once a week or whatever. Ford still works. Mm-hmm. It's just you can dig a little deeper with those questions. Right. So the fear of not knowing what to say is going to stop you from talking to people. But if you get in the habit of using the Ford script on a regular basis, you're going to you're going to see you're going to find yourself in more conversations where the conversation is actually good, mm-hmm. right? Because you're focusing your attention on being an active listener. You're being quiet. You're listening to what it is that this person has to say. You're learning about this person. You actually care about what this person has to say. And then in turn... When they ask a question about what it is that you do, they're going to care about what it is that you do because they can genuinely feel the genuinely feel the love, genuinely feel the love. And just as a bonus, I threw a couple more letters in there. I don't know if you noticed that, but we could actually adapt this Ford script and make it a formed script. Oh, you could talk about music and education, music and education. I mean, these are things that people really do like to talk about, I think. That's true. Definitely music, right? You could even change it over to movies if you want. Music and movies? Music and movies. I mean, that kind of falls into your recreation. Look, Ford is just a conversational outline. Are we asking you to memorize anything here so you can have a scripted conversation with people? No. We want you to internalize and then turn around and make it your own. Yeah, I was going to say, if you try to script that out, that's going to come off completely disingenuous, and that's not going to work at all. (laughs) At all. No. So, Ford, it's very much just a guideline, just a very, you know, 
uh, wide range of outcomes, if you will, uh, where you just have that freedom to discuss all of these different things. But it gives you an opportunity to have something to discuss all the time. There won't be those awkward silences where you don't know what to say next because you know that you can ask a question about family, occupation, recreation, or dreams. Yep. And and once you have that set up, you're rocking and rolling, right? That's so it. if you have any ideas of what it is you want to talk about with, uh, with particular clients or even more so, if you're wondering what else you might need help with when you're conversing with potential clients, prospects, or whatnot, you might want to seek a little bit of help. And you can do that by going to our web- website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S. F-I-R-S-T dot com and scheduling your free coaching call. I mean, there's a lot more that you can you can learn, especially if you're in real estate and you're wondering, how do I get a pre-qualification script? How do I get, uh, how do I talk to buyers? How do I talk to sellers? How do I talk to expired listings? All that information is part of our coaching program and we'd love to help you out, at least give you a free coaching call, get you some six free books like uh, 25 Surefire Lead Generators to help you continue to grow your prospecting practice so that your pipeline is full so that you can convert more of your appointment or your leads to appointments and you can go out there and make more money so as always if you have any questions you can shoot me an email hernan at csfirst.com or james at csfirst.com and you can definitely find us on twitter we're at business bros pod or on facebook at csfirst that's right but that's all we got for you for today peace bye bye and i'm out